Hey folks, I'm Kathy Parker with Beyond the Ball Field. This is not your typical sports show. We won't be talking X's and O's, but we will be talking about raising your family in the sports-crazed world. Let's not only survive sports, but let's learn to thrive on and off the field. So please, join us as we look at life beyond the ball field. Sometimes you get those introductions in your life where you know that this is someone really special. And you may be called upon to um, to do something for them, but then you realize not long into it that they're doing a whole lot more for you than you are for them. That is how it happened with Carlos Cody, a young man who walked into a facility that my husband was, was um, overseeing, working with athletes and perfecting their skill. He walked in with his mom one day and my husband came home telling me all about it. And I knew right then there was something special about this young man. He has gone on to author a book called The Proverbial Success, Leading Yourself to Success. And I could not be any more proud of him. One of the things that will forever um, be in my mind is just his attitude, the way he faces challenges, the way he faces each and every day. He continues to inspire others. He continues to be that voice um, on social media, on all platforms of encouragement, of uh, uplifting. He takes it seriously, what he's put on this earth to do. And he's just a young man. Uh, He's just turned 30. And um, I'm just privileged uh, to have a small part of his life as my husband uh, trained him and he came alongside my husband to to help, you know, mentor my husband into uh, the coach that he is. So, so thankful today to have an interview and to speak with Carlos Cody. Hey, hey, Carlos. Hey, how's it going, Miss Parker? It's going good with me. I'm so glad to have you on Beyond the Ballfield podcast. And Carlos, I think the best way for um, for me to introduce you is to talk about how we met. Uh, my husband was running a, a gym. It was a uh, training facility for athletes. And um, I think if I remember the story correctly, the first time he met you, you came into the Jim to ask about training and your mother was with you. Is that correct? Yes, that is absolutely correct. And I remember my husband coming home and talking about you, how impressed he was with you, um, that very first introduction. But he also told me something um, that he was like, gosh, I hate to take their money because he is training uh, for a camp hopefully in the NFL, and he was not able to play his senior season of college, so there wasn't a lot of film. So sort of take us back to the circumstance that you were in. Um, Yes, so um, basically I was trying to essentially um, continue my my football career. Uh, It's always been a passion of mine, and it was something that I've always dreamed about uh, going to that next level just outside of college. So when me and my mom initially uh, came to the gym and we met uh, Coach Parker, 
uh, pretty much was just, you know, honest with, hey, you don't have a lot of game film. And these are the circumstances that we are, you know, looking at. And based off of how the training would go, he would kind of let me know as far as what the uh, the future outlook was um, was going to be. Um, so that is uh, pretty much how I kind of met Coach Parker and had an introduction. It started off just as a looking for some training, but of course, as you know, it turned into something that has dramatically um, changed my outlook, um, not just on the field, off the field, career-wise, and in my marriage as well. So I just, I got a wealth of things outside of football that I wasn't uh, expecting to get. And take us back on that football journey. I'm sure you played since you were a young, young boy. Um, so I really pretty much started, I actually started playing soccer first, um, as a child, I was actually, my first love was, um, soccer. Um, then I transitioned, um, to football, just fell in love with, uh, the contact and fell in love with, uh, just the overall weightlifting, um, the running, uh, the teamwork and just the different, uh, off the field skills I was learning and, uh, got an opportunity to go to Troy State University um, to play ball there and then transition to Valdosta State uh, University, essentially where my career ended. But it was just a dream of mine um, and just whatever I do, just to give it my all. And, and at the time, that dream was uh, to go to the NFL. And if I couldn't go to the NFL, then look at the other options, uh, whether it be the CFL or arena football. Um, but that is was my goal um, back then, and I'm happy I had the opportunity to um, pursue it. Okay, so my husband, being that he um, had also played uh, college ball and then had the privilege of playing um, professionally, and um, even when he was um, released from the NFL, uh, didn't want to give it up and went into playing uh, for the CFL and then going and playing for um, the World League, he had chased that dream, that dream. And, and I, to be quite honest, had a really hard time uh, giving it up. So here he was sitting across from a young man and his mother, and of course, he's thinking, son, let me spare you. So t- can you t- sort of tell me what Coach Parker first told you? Um, He basically just gave me the pros and cons. And really from the get-go, um, he really instilled in me um, early on that it's you're more than the game you play. And you have to learn to essentially let go I'm going to but at the same time he was hey I'm going to do everything I can to help you but it was always that seed that he planted that you're more than sports sports is something you do it's not who you are Um, and I think that that is what really had the most impact um, on my life Um, of course the training he was all in Uh, we were were there at five o'clock in the morning's training um, and then that training led into you know, an opportunity of me actually being able to work alongside uh, Coach Parker to help him with his his vision of changing the culture. And I mean, it it was so much more than than training. Uh, but initially, it started off training for uh, some CFL tryouts, um, the Tampa Bay Storm. Um, it was a team in Jacksonville that I tried out for. 
um, as well. And then the last tryout I have was with the uh, Toronto Argonauts. Um, so had some success, but of course uh, it was it was short lived. And what Coach Parker initially said came came to uh, fruition. And there was something that set you apart, uh, and um, and I think we've we've talked about this. And of course, the way that you talk about Coach Parker, he talks the same way about you. You know the difference that you've made in his life. Um, I don't think he was the one. He wasn't the one that was giving all the training. You were training him as well. I don't know if you know that or not. But one of the things that he said, and we'll never, ever, ever forget this, is something that your mother said. And it was when, like you said, you you tried and, and you got some opportunities, but things did not work out. And your mom said something that we did not take lightly. And it was sometimes you have to come along with people, even when your dreams don't come true and you help them with making their dreams come true. And that was you coming and helping my husband, Coach Parker, with the gym and with what he was trying to do with training other athletes. Do you know how unselfish that is and what that says about your mom? And I know she's had a tremendous, tremendous influence on your life. Yes. Yes. She, um, she was tough. Um, (laughs) she was full of tough love, but man, my mom, when I say was a prayer warrior, uh, prayed for me daily, every morning, every evening, um, I, I don't think there was a second or minute or, or just time that passed where she um, wasn't praying. Um, and it was bigger than bigger than football. Yeah, um, it, it really was. But both her and the coach Parker were influential in my life. Um, I, and, and the lessons I, I, I replay them and I'm just so thankful um, and grateful to have had my mom in my life um, and to have, have come across Coach Parker um, as a as a friend, a mentor, and at the time um, was a coach. So I, I am forever grateful because those lessons transition um, to my marriage. Those lessons has tra- trans, uh, transformed my life um, personally, and it's also helped me to have uh, – career success that, you know, sometimes people don't get the opportunity. So the lessons that I've learned have been um, invaluable and they're all character and leadership lessons. Okay. So speaking of that, now I get to brag on you a little bit. Um, (laughs) You authored a book uh, titled Proverbial Success, Leading Yourself to Success. And I was just getting prepared for this interview. I was just going through social media and different things that, and son, you encourage people, you wake up in the morning and what comes through you out to the world is, is positive, is uplifting. It is, um, just filled with hope and, I know that your mom instilled a lot of that in you. I know that your faith in God instills a lot of that in you. But I know things have not always been rosy for you. How do you overcome those hardships that you have encountered? 
I mean, I hate to say it's cliche, but the only way that I essentially um, keep going is, I mean, is, is God. Um, at the end of the day, that's, to me, that's what it's all about. And of course, the purpose that I feel that he has um, given me for my life, which I believe is to inspire, motivate, and empower others um, to reach their potential, um, that is what I, I I strive to do daily. Um, and that's 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 my mission, you know, to please God. And the way that I do that is inspiring, motivating, and empower others to to reach their potential. So if I can do that through encouraging words, through sharing wisdom on things I'm learning, um, I just want to be a beacon of light um, to others to to just to keep them going. Uh, I mean, we're we're dealing with COVID. We're dealing with so much um, in our personal lives, and people just need light. They need hope. They need to be able to continue to get up. And if a word or something that I can say can plant that seed and someone else can come along and continue to word that seed to keep people going, then that's uh, that's exactly uh, who who I want to be. And that's what I want my life to uh, represent at the end. So. And your occupation, your occupation is what you do for a living. So tell a little bit about that and people that want to to get in contact with you or want to uh, hire you uh, to come in and to, to speak uh, to, like a daily basis. What do you do? Um, so on a daily basis, outside of my, my career, um, and I use my career as the same. Uh, right now, I'm currently uh, in operations. So I've, I've been an assistant general manager. Currently, I'm a uh, senior operations manager. Uh, within the, I guess you could say, supply chain space. Um, I use that still as a tool to inspire and impact the lives of the um, my team members who report to me and everyone that essentially comes into contact with me. Um, outside of that, um, I'm pretty much spending all of my time now um, doing the same thing my mom did with me with my nephew and being a, a servant leader in the home. So whatever my wife needs for me, um, I am just looking to serve and uh, to add value. And then, of course, um, as far as um, speaking, um, writing books, I am planning on writing a, another book, and it's mostly just going to be about leadership and culture, and it's going to be really for the uh for people that's pursuing a career, how to lead, how to lead a team, how to uh, influence uh, people to drive high, high performance within a business will be the second uh, book that I'm working on. Um, but that is uh, that's me in a nutshell. <laughs> OK. All right. So I'm going to ask you some 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 tough questions on. OK, here you are, a young black man. OK, raised in um, South Georgia. Right? Didn't you? Weren't you raised in Albany? Yes, I was. Okay. Albany, Georgia, the good life city. All right. <laughs> okay, the good life city. Okay. And, okay, in today's climate, um, are you taking a stand? Or are you are you using? Uh, I mean, I think after reading things that I see that you post, but what would you say to the public about? What kind of responsibility do you have as you represent youth and you also represent the African-American male? Um, I honestly think, as Coach Parker used to say, it takes a village. 
And to me, the starting point is the home life. Um, from what I've seen, my wife is uh, works in the school system as a speech language pathologist. Uh, the many mentors and men that I have that are in Atlanta um, that are actively involved in helping change the culture um, with our youth, everything starts at home. Um, so I like to impact individuals. And then as you continue to impact individuals through character development and helping them um, grow and helping them grow in the right direction and, and really about kind of discipleship. My stance is all you can do is be become the best person that you can be um, in life. Wrong is going to happen to you regardless of if you're doing right. So that's something that we have to um, learn to accept and be okay with. Are there injustices in the world? Yes. Uh, is there police brutality? Yes. But are there people on the other end of the spectrum that are causing issues? Um, yes. So I don't think there is a one size um, fits all. Um, if you do what is right for what I've seen that sometimes bad things do happen to you. Um, but I do know that if you are developing yourself and that you're striving to live in the way that God um, requires us to live, that your chances of running into incidents um, like that uh, are less likely to happen. Um, so my stance is starting with the home life. Um, Dad's being being home, having both parents in the home, not having kids out of wedlock and teaching character development so that you create an environment on where kids are not growing up fatherless, uh, because to me, that leads to what we're what we're seeing now, um, because at that point, once a, a child has left the home and they're grown and they're making their own decisions, if they've had no one to teach them, then we have the media teaching us. We have music teaching us. We have things that are not representing um, godly characteristics that will lead to someone uh, being successful. So that is the um, the stance that I have. I feel like everyone has a voice. You need to share that voice. But at the same time, you have to look at it from a perspective of we're here, we're all here trying to help. And sometimes we don't need to take offense to other people trying to help that don't understand our uh, perspective. Um, so that's that's kind of my stance um, on all the, the different things that are kind of going on in the world right now. It, it, it starts at home and it starts with us as individuals working to uh, better ourselves and put ourselves in better situations. Wow. And you talked about being a mentor, but you also talked about people that mentor you. So obviously uh, you are putting yourself out there to still be learning, to still uh, be under under um, other leadership. M Coach Parker's favorite word, and I'm sure you've heard this over and over, is accountability. I mean, that is, he can, he can preach on accountability. So being accountable, being accountable to others, um, is that an important thing in your life? Um, it is, and I'm actually reading a book uh, right now. Uh, it's by John J. Uh, Milner, and it's QBQ. It's the question behind the question. It's actually a book on uh, personal accountability. Accountability. So instead of me asking why, why this happened, why did this person, it it flips it, and it makes you take a look of of within. So instead of asking why did this happen, it's more so what can I do how can I add the most value in this situation? How can I be of positive influence um, 
in this situation. So it's really flipping, flipping that question. And of course you have to have, I'm a firm believer in mentors and, and I've been mentored by people that might even know they're mentoring me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just watching their life. And, you know, once you have that, that blueprint for your life, I know I want to have a long lasting, happy, fulfilled marriage. I find men that are in a happy, fulfilled marriage and, yes. I, and I watch, I learn and I, I and I'd say, okay, what can I learn? What can I apply? If I want to be successful in my career, I find a blueprint. I said, okay, what can I learn? What can I apply? Just there's so many examples of positive, positive things and positive influences to look at. But at the same time, it goes back to personal accountability. Once you reach a point to where you can make decisions for yourself, you have to decide that, you know what? This happened to me. Yes, was this a bad situation? Yes, it was. But I am now of age to where I can make a decision to change. I can make a decision to be something different. I can make a decision to use that negative instance that happened in my life to flip it. And now that is an instrument of how I witness to others or how I say, hey, you know, and most people don't know I lost my mom to cancer. That is now a testimony hey guys i know what it's like to lose your mom but i choose to focus on what she instilled in me i choose to focus on the vision that she gave me for my life and i choose to focus on her being a prayer word and a godly woman in my life and now i choose to carry her legacy on in a positive standpoint of hey you can make it you can do this and to continue that legacy. So I think it all, at the end of the day, it comes down to a choice as individuals that we have to make to be personally accountable for our lives and to make the best choices that we can make to continue to grow and to move our lives forward and also to pull others up with us. Um, so that's, that is my uh, stance on that. I tell you, I don't know how anybody could be in a bad mood being around you, Carlos, because you just, you are such an encourager. And um, and I remember um, you, um, your mom passing away and, and it was tough. You were rocked. It rocked your world because um, you were very, very, very close to her. And she was, um, had such an impact on your life. But like you said, you're carrying... Um, you're carrying her legacy. You know, she imparted things to you um, that you will impart to others. And um, I'm just so blessed um, to have you in my life. And I know uh, Coach Parker, same thing. I can't wait for him to hear uh, this podcast and just to, he's always encouraged by, by what you're doing. Okay, so your book, um, you can get it on Amazon, or is there another way that um, if people that want your your book, A Proverbial Success, uh, can they go to your website, or what's the best way to get it? The best way to actually get the book is actually to go to Amazon, and they can just type in my name, Carlos Cody, and it should pop up. Okay. Uh, and it is proverbial success, and it's leading yourself to success. Okay. And now you're working on a second book. Uh, can you share the title, or is that something we need to do at a later date? Uh, it is a title that I'm still working on. So right now, I'm just taking the lessons that I have learned um, in my career um, about leadership, and it's really going to be a book based off of servant and transformational leadership. Uh, but I'm really now just collecting and 
keeping, I guess you could say, tabs and notes of examples of, so I can have stories in this book instead of just it being just uh, information. I do want to have a book that has more examples of stories uh, for the, I guess you could say, business professional. Mm-hmm. Um, so I am still working on that title, but it's, it's going to be a Christian-based book because I want um, people that work to realize that they are a light in whatever situation that they have been called to. And God has called us to be a light. And there's a way that you can witness and there's a way that you can do discipleship within a business mm-hmm. to where the business and the work still gets done. But at the same time, you're impacting lives uh, for the kingdom. Absolutely. Uh, so it's, it's going to be a little twist in the book. So <laughs> I'm still working on how I'm going to make that twist happen. But uh, it is going to be more of a, uh, a Christian-based book. Well, I look forward to reading that. And I look forward to talking to you again. Carlos Cody, it is a pleasure. Thank you so much. Thank you. I definitely appreciate the opportunity. Thank you for joining us on Beyond the Ball Field, where we are using lessons learned in sports to positively impact our family and others. And for more information of how you can be a positive influence beyond the ball field, go to our website, beyondtheballfield.com.